0: start. Comrades, welcome to episode 11 of the Quamfi show. Today, Tim and I are going to talk about some FUD that was posted in the Dutch group. We're going to translate that. We're going to address that for a bit because we also know the sentiment Um, is somewhat prevalent in our communities. So we're going to have a stab at that. We're going to look at the previous episode where we were talking to Hungarian. Um, We spoke about Coinbase alleged utility, a bunch of other topics. We're going to um, fly through that for a bit. And um, Greg Lund, 27, at Twitter, made a magnificent thread on ODAP, the Open Digital Digital Asset Protocol, uh, which is a collaboration between MIT and Quant Network. And um, we're going to go through that and, and see uh, what there is to be learned. And we're going to start, as usual, by looking at last week. And how Tim and his life are currently...
1: Uh, hey. Hey, everyone. I'm really glad to be back on the show. I'm looking back at a magnificent week. Uh, last episode with Hungarian uh, really went perfectly, if you ask me. It was a brilliant episode. Uh, many new listeners, many new viewers also in YouTube. Uh, yeah. So be welcome. Uh, you will now have to do it with me and Jarno again. <laughs> um, no, but it was a, a fantastic episode, really. Uh, we really managed to, um, well, cover a lot of stuff with Hungarian uh, Horntail. Uh, the, the pace was very, very high. We had a timestamp for the first time, so you can easily look everything up. And we'll be doing that now uh, again. Yeah. And and life is good. Yeah, nice weather. Everything is just great, I guess. Uh, just a bit of a itchy throat. But that's, that's all yeah how's your life uh now?
0: yeah pretty well man pretty well i really enjoyed uh, the episode as well last week with uh, with hungarian um as you guys know i am pretty belt fed as uh they can say in the in the us um hungarian is belt fed as well and um man can that man talk hungarian if you hear this if you're seeing this thank you again uh for being on the show it uh it was amazing um again man we love to have you. Uh, Again, another time. Um, Other guests are um, in the works. We are um, approaching um, people uh, to come and chat with us, together with us. Um, I think um, it's a really interesting formula. um, And I'm really happy for Tim that he is actually making notes with the timestamps and stuff. Previous videos, I did from the top of my head, skimming through the video about certain topics. It was way more broad. And Tim right now is uh, is doing the hard work, all the notarizations and uh, and stuff. So besides keeping me honest, checking my math, and uh, <laughs> making sure we're on topic, he's now also yeah. doing uh, the administrative work, which is yeah. which is amazing. I, I I could not do that, and I, yeah. I I would not do that. So that's that's great. Teamwork between Tim and I is getting a lot better. Yeah.
1: It it is, and uh, we are also working now on our social media game, uh, getting snippets out of previous episodes. Uh, Greg actually uh, got a part from the last episode that he published on Twitter, uh, and and there was Hungarian talking about the 10D chess game of Gilbert, and um, that's a great idea, that's something we should do too, Uh, so we're working on that now, and we will post snippets of these uh, episodes on Twitter and on other social media. So, yeah, things are getting better, and our synergy, the synergy between me and Jarno is increasing. Uh, and yeah, uh, we're just making steps, and it's really great to see that. Yeah. So, without further ado, um, I think uh, Greg posted a great thread uh, yesterday on ODAP. Yeah, do you we, want to kick off with start that, there? or you
0: want to start off with the FUD bit? Let's start with the FUD. Yeah, yeah, let's let's, let's spice let's, it up a little bit. Let, yeah, let's let, let's start with that Hanke.
1: because well there's no point in listening to Odap if it's all of a, a scam, right?
0: Hold on. Uh-huh. Let, let let me undock myself a bit.
1: Yeah, so for the people who didn't listen or they couldn't listen to the Dutch episodes for obvious reasons, this is in English. Uh yeah. we covered something yesterday and it was about FAT. And uh, yeah, we uh, are happy to talk about it again because we think it's important.
0: Yeah, because what we see here is a screenshot of a conversation of uh, um, the to community members, and this quotation is is is, is from that. Obviously, it's all uh, anonymized. No need to uh, unnecessarily dox people unless it's Crypto Eugene. Uh, <laughs> um, it reads, honestly, if Quant was uh, such a promising company why does the price keep going down for so many months and why are promises kept I'm seriously starting to think that Quant is partly a scam they potentially use the bull market for their own private funding and they're gonna probably use a different token for the licensing
1: (laughs) yeah so the correct translation on yeah, probably they have used the bull markets yeah. as a way to fund the enterprise and yeah. They, yeah okay yeah well fair and, and
0: and they're, and they're going to use a different token for the licensing. That's that's yeah what what this last bit kind of says. Um, it's um, it's quite a statement. It, it it is it is and and if it were just a regular old crypto company. Um, it could potentially be. Um I think uh, oh yeah, when you see me swallow on video and it looks like I'm actually choking it I, I also have a throat infection. Tim and I have secretly been kissing now. <laughs> yeah, well <laughs> it's uh <Hey>. no, we <laughs> we both have a uh, throat infection, so I'm on uh paracetamol and stuff uh stuff so,
1: so, um, Yeah.
0: Yeah ibuprofen on my end. Um, anywho's um there, there there there's at least one thing that that, that, that goes wrong in this man's train of thought, in my opinion, and that's the third bit first bit. And it reads if quant is such it doesn't say quant, but I'm I'm adding this because he means quant, if it's such a promising company, why does the price keep going down after for so many months? And why aren't promises kept? Well, um, Quant Network as a company and um, all their endeavors and the partnerships um, are, are, are are not represented in the token yet, per se. I mean, utility eventually will have a significant effect on the q and price. At least that's why we're all here. Um, but the value of the company itself is not represented in the token. It's not a security, it's a utility token. And as long as not all the features of the utility are live, there's simply, at the moment, no price appreciation. There could be price appreciation if there was any recognition. But as we talked about in earlier episodes, and we also spoke about this with Hungarian in the last episode, um, we are not the target audience. Quant does not have consumer-facing Products yet. Um, they'll probably come in the future, but for now we are not a targeted audience. Um, so there is very little incentive for them to um, promote themselves to us, and then still that, because it's utility token, they are legally not allowed to simply just promote their own token and go on 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 the Twitter and and shout out my quad lens, it's the best token in the world! They simply cannot do that. No, indeed. Um,
1: Yeah, so that's the first issue we have there. Uh, I mean, if it was, well, any typical crypto company, sure, Uh, I would have given you some points for that, but that's not the case. So, yeah. Um, And and why are promises not kept
0: I think, I I think it, and, and I said it yesterday. I think that's because it's remote connected gateways, and I had totally missed. I probably banished it to the to the depths of my memory. That um, that Gilbert has actually stated that gateways would be coming last year. There's a, a Telegram message going around where uh, where he typed that something in the in the realm of later this year, either spring or autumn, whatever. People can run their gateways. Um, It was pretty undeniable that he actually promised in that case gateways would be coming. But um, as we know, last year was a big year. That's when they got certified by Oracle. And um, as we know, Gilbert also elaborated on that. That was uh, quite a bit of work. Getting certified by a company like that—they have over, was it, four hundred and thirty thousand customers?
1: I think over four hundred thousand uh, customers.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, th- th- they want their, their their partners and their products to be up to snuff, and um, and getting Overledger certified for their business. Um, yeah, it it just took a lot of time. It took a lot of efforts from the team. They probably had some uh, some polishing to do. They had some agreements to uh, to get to. And and, and and in my mind, it's then logical, it makes sense that gateways are not a priority, because when you get on Oracle's um, marketplace, same as when you get on the Play Store or when you get on the App Store, um, doors open and you get exposure to, to many, many more entities that you hadn't had exposure to before, mm. maybe it becomes even more consumer-facing. Um, obviously still B2B because generally businesses work with Oracle solutions. Um, But still, there's probably higher demand and you want to meet that demand first because the gateways serve a purpose for them. gateways for us are just a a quote-unquote cash machine.
1: Yeah, they're (laughs) just a tool to make money.
0: Yeah. And for the company, they're not there to realize the decentralization. They are um, to create uh, API gateways, so so that ecosystems can connect to other ecosystems through M DAPs and stuff. Um, we're going to look at that a little bit later on in uh, in Greg Lund's um, monster thread. It's going to be freaking amazing. Um, yeah. But but the gateways need to serve a purpose, and the purpose is connecting ecosystems, connecting networks with other networks, um, and decentralize. So that there are um, fewer points of failure and, 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 and all that stuff. As long as that's not needed, why would you then take on the burden of um, launching gateways? Because it's it's, it's going to require resources. It's going to require personnel to, uh, to help all the dgens. It's going to require personnel to keep everything up to date. Um, it, it's going to be a ton of work. And that's okay, but it needs to be functional and warranted. And, and obviously, right now, it's not. Also, right now, we are in the QRC 20 um, tiered system up- upgrading, so to speak. Meaning that QRC 20 wasn't really spoken of last year, is in the cards right now. Right now, we are on testnet for tier two, from top of my mind, top of my head. Um, yeah, that's... So, uh... Correct. Tier three, tier four are not even on testnet, let alone on mainnet. Took an average of four weeks to get one mm. tier onto mainnet, something like that. Yeah. Um. So, so, so that needs to happen. That needs to take place. And there was this other thing, and I forget what it was. Tim.
1: I think uh, it might be the theory of uh, Luke in uh, crypto, crypto Coins
0: Oh yeah. The, the tokens, the tokens. there's this theory going on that CryptoCourt indeed had. So that's Luke. He also has a YouTube channel with Ghost. Um, description, YouTube, you can find them. Um, and he apparently said that he thinks it's a possibility. It's a lot of buts if you hear, uh, <laughs> hear correctly. <laughs> that the team might want to get rid of all the tokens that are in their uh, company expense wallet. So they can start with a clean slate. So when the price goes up, um, they are not um, dumping. And also they can just start with a clean slate and then begin market making buying. Also, if they sell all their tokens now, this is all speculation. They have a very, very fat war chest. And with that war chest, and this is then my theory, they could sustain quote-unquote, market-making for a longer period of time to help obfuscate licensing and uh, and transaction costs. So token yeah. buying, um, there were already people speculating, oh, if that were licenses, based on a Hungarian video, if that were licenses being bought in September, then they need to be renewed in September. So September, we're going to have a pump again. So that will be extra liquidity, or that will be a good time to pump, or whatever. Um, And that's obviously very undesirable for a legitimate company as Quant, because then they're going to be accused of not market making, but market manipulating, and potentially, yeah, um, yeah, even worse, insider trading, etc.
1: But it remains interesting um, how this mechanism works on Coinbase uh, in, in the Dutch vio. Well, that was published uh, on, on on Wednesday. Um, you said at some point um, that for whatever reason, the the, the Coinbase custody, the at least the the market maker there, uh, decided to just fuck it and just go for it. Yeah, uh, it was literally like, okay, screw it. Uh, we're just gonna buy it. That, that was at least your theory.
0: Yeah,
2: we're,
1: that's we're not be sure a how that argument. works. Yeah. yeah um so that would indeed be a counter argument to uh the idea that they are trying to do it as noticeable as possible but we'll have to see how how this plays out it's all pure speculation once again we're not sure Uh, nothing is guaranteed yeah so yeah
0: so but we digress a little bit from the initial question is why aren't promises kept um I, i i think he means the the gateways not being um community gateways quite yet um Besides that, I'm not, I, I'm not sure. I, I don't see it. I don't feel it. Um, I am also, um, I'm not in it for the tech, <laughs> but um, I, I, I'm, I'm not here for a quick cash grab. And regardless of what happens with price, um, I think three quarters of my tokens would not be sold within the next five years.
1: Well, I'm here for a long-term serious investment. That's what yeah. I'm here for. Yeah. And I'm also here for the tech because, well, <laughs> uh, the tech is going to grant us that investment, right?
0: Yeah, it's going to and produce an amount of value that's never been seen. I think. Yeah, and, and
1: also the tech is going to allow us to stake in a gateway. Uh, so we're partly here for the tech too. Then, to get back to the argument here provided. So he says, well, I'm Seriously, seriously, starting to think that Q and T is a scam. Yeah, partly um, a scam.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah, it's partly a scam. Yeah, uh, that's just so mind-boggling <laughs> to me. Um, so that would imply, especially when you look at the, the 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 part where he kind of elaborates on that statement, he says, "Well, uh, maybe they have used the bull markets as a way to fund the company." That's so interesting because. If that would be the case, why would Q&T have been issued by Quants uh, in April, May uh, 2018? That was a bear market. That was a moment that you didn't want to be in the cryptocurrency space because everything was going to zero pretty much. We had altcoins going going minus 99% back in those days. And q and Q and T was still issued by Quant Network. In fact, during the ICO, they, they they only minted what was it, 23 million tokens out of 46 million. See, I don't think. Here we yes, go with our yes. maths again. Yeah, no, no, it's,
0: it's, it's, it's then, something like that. Yeah, to
1: make matters worse, than uh, the total well division of of, of uh, amount of Q and T that was being divided between uh, us holders and investors and the team uh, was so unevenly divided that they decided to burn uh, 9 million Q&T and sent that to a smart contract that they can't access. That's the burn wallet. So if that happens, why do you claim that the team is using the bull market as a way of funding? Well, they have been uh, doing the ICO during a crypto winter and they have been continuously selling all the time yeah. right so they did it at one dollar they did it at four dollars they did they did it at forty dollars they did it at 100 they've been doing it at 400 dollars. and then you claim that they're using the bull market That's well easy. they've also been selling all the way down because yeah. in, somewhere in, in in uh 2019 uh, Q and t went up from well one dollar all the way to fifteen. That was the time that Scott Pratt said looks like a fucking boomba doom to me. Uh, sorry for the accent. Uh, but they've been selling after that as well. They've just been consistently selling, and why? Because it's been in the white paper like that, mate. It's 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 <laughs> all programmed, and they've been nah. they've been doing that consistently. So that that argument just doesn't hold for me. Nah. And then the, the final argument. Is that they are probably going to use another token for the licenses?
0: Ah, that's just bonkers. It's that that's just it's, it's not even worth discussing debate no. on how the fuck would they do that? It's ridiculous. But 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 besides that, if Gilbert would want to pump his own bags well, see so, I'm sorry, would I'm have... sorry, but
1: can, can we just why yeah. would it be bonkers though? I mean what, what would be the credible argument to say no, that that is not going to happen?
0: Why would you um, be in a community, have community AMAs, and, 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 and do the community engagement, speak of community gateways, um, release a token in 2018, burn, burn a bunch of tokens. That would kind of make sense, because if you're not intending to use that initial token, that'd be a very nice gesture for a long con, um, if you actually uh, want to keep that up for over four years. Um, but why would you, he's even grooming us. He sent us messages a couple of times a year. Okay, guys, be patient. Be cognizant of how you communicate. We are not this, that, blah, blah. Why would you keep interacting? Why would you sell licenses? Why would you enable payment in q and with MetaMask? Why would you enable uh, Polkadot and all those kinds of networks? and make them all interoperable with gateways. If you know that the only way to run gateways is if people with the current Q&T... Gilbert has gone through lengths in a way to um, t- to make sure that the Q&T token gets used from what we yeah. know.
1: Yeah. So... And, and to add to that, um, they also don't really have that much q left anymore. <laughs> <laughs> there are only... well. If you listened to the last episode, you would know that they are currently at like 60K quants, yeah. sixty k quants, sixty thousand quants in the team yeah. wallet. It, it, so it, if it, you compare that to Chainlink, for example, or or a, a Ripple, they have millions and millions and millions of dollars left, or even bill- billions, <laughs> billions. Yeah. Wow. Um,
0: yeah. So, but and and, and also, I I, I kind of think I know where the uh, they use the bull market to dump. Is because at I think it was peak price when two hundred K tokens were sent to Binance. Oh yeah. Or or at the beginning of the dump. Um <laughs> the the narrative was instantly see the team are dumping because they just sent for two billion dollars worth of Q and T to Binance to dump on their holders, blah 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 blah. And everybody ate it up like cake and started reposting and and, and screaming bloody murder. And I think from the last message I saw, and I might be wrong, please correct me in the comments. There are still over 125,000 tokens left, something like that, or 75,000, Could I can't remember.
1: Could very all be. yeah.
0: Um, but they haven't been sold. So there was no dump. The team didn't dump the price. No, they sent a bunch of tokens, and that has been bouncing around between wallets for some reason, obviously not clear to us. Well, there was no dump the dump was probably all the fucking retards that thought the team would dump and then dump their bags because they were scared because they are simply illiterate and oh, let's move on from this um <laughs> I, I i think we are continuously as a community some people not everybody um, digging our own graves and funding our own project and 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 creating narratives that are that are they're detrimental to the investment, detrimental to the company. And I, I think it's um, an utter waste of time for us and for the team. Yeah. The that, scare is going good, to be, but guys, that, come on. I would like to add one
1: thing, and that's going to be my final point about this because we need to move on. Um, but I think um, that digging your own grave Uh, might not always be the case, obviously. You need to remember that everyone on crypto Twitter and everyone on other social media whether that is Telegram, Discord, uh, Twitter, uh, whatever, even Facebook you see boomers on Facebook uh, discussing uh, (laughs) quant, which is funny. Um, you see people also claiming uh, that things are going to happen, they are um creating fun on purpose because they it's in their interests to create that flood to, yeah. to scare other people, yeah. because they want your Q and T. They yeah. want you to believe their narrative that it's all going to zero, because they can scoop up more quant. We have so literally seen this in the past. Um, this kind of manipulation, and it's still going on. So don't. I'm not I'm saying, saying that re-tween. you should trust moonboys, but I'm not. Saying... But don't trust those beer bears either, because they are usually out for your crypto. They want you to be scared.
0: Yeah. Don't and, care and if you share because... shit. It's like the conspiracy groups. If yeah. the narrative narrative gets fed to you over and over and over, you, you're getting doubts, you're gonna start to believe, and obviously do not stay in, 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 in the echo chambers alone. Feel free to look at criticism, but but be so very careful that you don't act out of fear of fear. Because fear of fear is what gets you wrecked. Yeah, exactly. Um, do you want but... to share the Eugene bit or do you want to move on?
1: <laughs> crypto Eugene. I, sure. I know
0: you, I know you have it. Uh
1: yeah, yeah, I have it, yeah. Yeah, well... this is worth sharing though. Let's share. Let's go for yeah, it. Let's uh
0: it. let's hit it. Okay.
1: <laughs> um yeah, Hasht- uh
0: well. Shall I read it? Sure. I, I read it with the Crypto Eugene voice. Gee Virginian. You stated last year that 2022 would be a better year for Quant Network than 2021. <laughs> Are we still on track for big things this year? And so far, all we have seen is depreciation value. <laughs> Regardless, Quant community, thousands of us eagerly await your next update. <laughs> so that was Crypto Eugene's tweet.
1: Uh. <laughs> we're headphone users so you're not listening to is on headphones <laughs>
0: oh, I'm so sorry really we've probably that.
1: caused a couple of car crashes all over the world so... <laughs> I
0: oh, mean dear. my god what do you want what... <laughs> Eugene what are you doing man yeah. <laughs> this is going to be a nice <laughs> no. snippet yeah, now, no. now I know why he blocked me
1: <laughs> no um, yeah sorry
0: <laughs> so you said it last year that 2022 would be a better year for Quant Network than 2021. Are we still on track for big things this year? As so far, all we have seen is depreciation in value. Regards, Quant community, thousands of us eagerly await your next update. Um, (laughs) It kind of did his best to be polite, I think.
1: Yeah, I mean, it is kind of polite. And uh, it's not necessarily (laughs) a bad thing. but yeah, don't don't do this. Um, it's just not a way to communicate. Um, not a big fan of him. Yes. And and sure, uh, he definitely speaks on behalf of us in the sense that we all expect big news. But he doesn't speak on behalf of us in the in the way he does it. Uh, I think that must be a clear um, distinction there. Yeah, <laughs> I'm still laughing at Jarno. <laughs>
0: Yeah. no it's it's the it's the it's also the tagging of the entities and the and, and the entitlement that, that that comes with in my opinion the way he calls out um people that he simply hasn't played marbles with and there's no need to deify is that a word deify yeah to t- t- to give someone a god status and i know that Gilbert kind of has that for some people. I mean, I respect the hell out of him. But I respect his time and I respect his efforts and I respect the way he wishes to communicate and how he wishes to run his company. And um, this is somewhat of a, um eloquent request in a way. Yeah. Um, I mean, 2022, to be fair, is still uh, uh,
1: long. And let's just face it, people. If you, if you join a messages. company... Huh?
0: He posted messages before... Um, where the way he simply called out and spoke to um, not only Gil, but also other people um, th- th- simply didn't show any respect for the status no. that man has. And, 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 and the way he uses his Twitter, because he uses his Twitter to communicate to business to business also, obviously to people like us. Um, but it, 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 it's it's more bound to simply scare him away and to put to, to turn off comments put his head in the sand than then than, than to call him out and let him actually do do his thing and oh well
1: Tim yeah yeah well I said if you actually join a company or a government and you start working there you start noticing what their timelines are I'm currently in ahead uh, and don't want to ducks myself too much, but I'm currently working on in a certain department where all the, the timelines of certain projects are just five years. Oh yeah. We're going to do that in 2026 and nobody bats an eye because that's just the way it is. Uh, and we in crypto expect everything tomorrow. That's just not how reality works. Things will take time. Uh,
0: if done, towards... if done right. And if done yeah. legit.
1: Yeah. 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 Okay. Um. Next thing. Are we going to move towards Greg? Yeah. Uh, okay. Is threat or. Uh... Yeah. Is there anything else we want to put in between?
0: Uh, let's uh, let's go there. Okay, sure. Yeah. Here we go. All right. So, make my, my nasty face out of the way. Um, this is Twitter, and um, Greg Lund, community member. Um, I believe his background is marketing. Um, so he's uh, good in research, good at creating threads and he put a lot of work into this in my opinion yeah. um, yeah. he's uh, also
1: he, criminally undervalued on twitter i think he only has 2200 followers
0: only, that's, only. Uh, okay yeah that's yeah. that's not much for it's it. criminally
1: undervalued follow, follow this man people come on
0: yeah it, 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 I, I think greg if you hear this i think you create value far beyond only q and t i think um There's a lot to learn. I appreciate very much the the, the effort you put into creating this, um, the way you use your references and the resources and the snippets you create. Um, It it all takes a lot of time, a lot of effort and a lot of love for this community. So definitely keep it up. And if you see here, this um, we'd love to have you on the show. I'll approach you personally next couple of days, I think. Maybe we can have a chat here. That'd be freaking amazing. Um, let's go. Yeah, yeah, sure. First tweet. Welcome to Operation ODAP, a Twitter miniseries examining one of the most important under the radar protocols being developed in the world today. Thread, the following thread uses short video clips to illustrate ODAP's technical concepts, adoption, and overall objectives. Let me share sound. What we see here is uh, the world with, uh, what, is, what did I say yesterday? Electrons, neutrons, protons, circling it in a way, <laughs> kind of like it's communication.
1: You said the exact same yeah. thing the Exactly,
0: time. exactly. exactly. Um, next tweet. first things first. ODAP stands for Open Digital Asset Protocol. In order to understand ODAP and what it's attempting to accomplish, Let's take a brief look at one of the protocols that runs the internet today. Its name is Border Gateway Protocol, or BGP in short. BGP is a routing protocol for the internet. Much like the post office processes mail, BGP picks the most efficient routes for delivering internet traffic. Simply put, BGP is a set of rules and procedures that helps internet networks communicate and exchange information. Then there is a draw an image, an image. (laughs) And it kind of also looks like molecules and atoms, but it represents networks. You see a big black dot in the middle, and then you see a bunch of lines going to uh, black circles with white in the middle. And they are connected with lines to other um, clusters. So, in total, there's like uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven networks all connected. Um, that represents the internet and network of networks. Um, the next tweet reads Before BGP, different internet systems had trouble routing data between each other properly. Thomas Hargiono, co creator of ODAP, explains how the current fragmentation of blockchain networks reminds him of the early days of the internet
3: got to play the video? The internet design of the 80s and 90s also are faced okay? the same dilemmas. We had local area networks, LANs that employed specific data packet technology. And so there's a thing called border gateway protocol that are used in the internet today. So we're revisiting the same architecture for the purposes of blockchain network, interoperability, and crypto.
0: Yeah, I think this is pretty clear for English speakers, right? No need to, to, yeah. to, to, to deep dive too much in this.
1: We could hear you say audio okay through the video, but but it was okay.
0: Rather than just exchanging information like the internet does through BGP, ODAP allows for networks to find and transfer digital assets. This critical ingredient will help us migrate from Web 2 to Web 3. From the internet of information, so that's the current internet, to the internet of value. And that's where it gets interesting it's because in the current internet, um, Tim and I are right now a network mm-hmm. of, of sorts and, and, and we're just sending uh, bit, bits and bytes to one another. It's not necessarily <laughs> value. If you look at the... I think it's a great value. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> definitely, definitely. Now, but if, you, if, if I would send uh, one Q&T, Tim... I'm going to send you one q and I give you one q and I have now said Thanks. to Tim that, that I'm sending him one Q&T. But, but I haven't transferred any value. I mean, I, I, I said on this video I would send Tim one Q&T. Um, Are you
1: sending me one, one Q&T? Well, that's a promise. Well, Call. You,
0: you, you could have just said, no, well, we'll, we'll get this sorted after the show. Um but 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 this is a good example of the internet and and you simply cannot trust me because I'm a little bit of a cunt, so I ain't sending you now sh- no. Uh, oops, demonetized again. Um but if I open up my MetaMask and I ask Tim for his wallet address, then I can send him one Q and T and it goes over the Ethereum network, so it'll probably take twenty three days and the cost you of seventy 500 ETH uh, to send it, <laughs> nah, but, but, but that would be a value transfer. Um, and, and, and that would kind of be a Web3 thing, being the, the MetaMask. If you're on an exchange, I gave that example yesterday as well, um, the, the same happens as in my first example for, for Web2. Um, I, I, I love CoinMetro, so I'm going to give a CoinMetro example. If I buy a QNT and t for CoinMetro, from Coin Metro or from, from another user, they are simply gonna, gonna grab a post it and grab some pencil and they're just gonna scratch it away for Tim and they're gonna put it on my end or the other way around. They're just eliminating it from me and then they're putting it um, on, on on Tim's tab, but, but nothing changes. It's just an internal thing. And if they decide to grab an eraser, I'm showing a pencil eraser right now, and they just erase everything, then then it'll be gone. It will still be in their position. Things change when I'm going to take everything off the exchange. So all the tokens held by an exchange are owned by the exchange and internal uh, transactions are kind of like the Web 2 um, example until you're going to grab it off the exchange and then it's going to be a Web 3 kind of thing because you are got to be transferring value from one end to the other end. Um, and what becomes a problem there is still trust and, um, well, a bunch of other stuff there. I'm going to get into that later. Did I kind of nail that, Tim, or ish? Yeah. Networks that connect to ODAP do so through something called an API gateway gateways sit in front of networks and translate their contents into a standard common language. This framework allows ODEP networks to easily communicate and share assets with one another. Thomas is going to tell a story about that.
3: You have gateway G1 in front of blockchain B1, you have gateway G2 in front of blockchain B2. So G1 is peered with G2. The design principle is that G2 does not need to know the interior constructions and designs and resources and addresses of blockchain B1 and vice versa. So you want to hide it, and that is to promote scalability. The internet today scales beautifully because each network is opaque to the other. It only shares minimum information about routes through the BGP routing protocol. So we're using that between G1 and G2.
0: Makes sense, right? Yeah. Right now, blockchains are primarily exchanging assets using third parties. This might be a centralized exchange like Coinbase or a bridging service like Wormhole. API gateways remove the need for third parties and allow direct connections between networks.
3: Thomas. Right now, what we have is really the top diagram. When you want to move assets, you actually have to transfer the asset to a mediating entity, and they will forward it to the next person in the network. So it creates this dependency on this entity. It goes against everything that decentralized technology is supposed to be. So what we want is the ability in the bottom there to have a gateway talk to another gateway in a direct, secure, and atomic manner over this network of networks.
0: Yeah, so this is also kind of what what, what I spoke about earlier. Um, the, uh, no, let, let's, let's not go there. Let's move on. ODEP strips networks down to their simplest data formats, bits and bytes. While this function is beneficial, it only accomplishes one thing, creating a common language. Additional instructions are still required for networks to know exactly what to do with its assets.
3: The ODAP layer is just bits and bytes. It shouldn't know anything about the economic value. That's at some other layer above it. The common context in this gateway is ODAP, but ODAP on its own is insufficient. You need all this other stuff that addresses the particular scenario or use case. And So this is interesting. And
0: this is for me, um, and maybe I am misunderstanding, but this is for me a very good argument why gateways and gateway operators will be able to transfer all the data. Yeah. We we could very well have a gateway um, without too many blockchain connections that can simply just um, verify transaction hashes for SIA. I mean, we live in the Netherlands. Netherlands is, um, well, eminently positioned <laughs> um geographically i mean we're in between the uk we're uh, germany and 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 the routes up to 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 russia but we're also from, from from on the route from italy to um to england and for that we cross france and belgium i don't know i'm just geographically um drawing lines right now but to me it makes kind of sense that if you want to um send data from A to B you want that to be the quickest route and it's generally a straight line mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and you want to tap as many gateways as realistically needed for optimal security and decentralization yeah so uh, we know in a way that things are going to be game theorized so you're going to have um geographical filters you're going to have Uh, your stake that's going to be a a part of it Um, you're going to have the status of your gateway etc but it's all going to be a factor on how much traffic you're going to receive but you can simply receive all the traffic because just like Thomas said everything that happens on ODAP and goes through API gateways um, people don't have to know what, what happens within the networks the gateways simply grant you access to the network um, it's like a toll booth. They have no clue if you're in the in the Ruhr area or if you're uh, in the in the in the Rotterdam harbor area. The gateway doesn't know. It just mm-hmm. it just passes on a message, and it gets paid for doing it. If that makes sense. Um, yeah. and, and I know this is about Odep and Odep and OVN are are two very different things because mm-hmm. OVN is technically also um, when it's part of Odep, its own ecosystem. And it's a ginormous ecosystem because it is built up out of tons of little networks or even ecosystems so um, but but it, it it's it's still going to be its own ecosystem and all yeah, communicates be really... with
1: everything outside that through that's true did that, that common language and that yeah. is a, what is OdeP is all about
0: yes OdeP is going to be a, a, a yeah that's gonna be a, a, a quote unquote standard yeah yeah, maybe maybe something like a programming language, like uh, like, like 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 what is it? Uh, HTML.
1: Yeah, I don't yeah. want to
0: go there. I'm I'm not no. that technical. Sorry. No, it's, it's also not, also not the part of my brain that really works. Um, so yeah, I hope that makes sense. If it doesn't, let me know in the comments, and uh, we're gonna do our best to explain, or we're gonna get Greg here and he can elaborate. No.
1: Yeah, or uh, someone who is technical will join uh,
0: us. Let, let's call Thomas.
1: Yeah, that's that's on. I think uh...
0: the next tweet. See the interoperability layers image below. Um, now the first layer reads. Uh, okay, I, I opened the image and it has four columns in a way and uh, and and four rows. And the first row says legal interoperability. Then it says standards next to it, binding transfers, regulations and laws. Then you got the organizational interoperability sorry that consists of the agreements cooperation protocols and common goals underneath that is semantic interoperability talking about conventions data assets data and assets transfers and protocols and underneath at the bottom is the technical interoperability and they're talking about interfaces payload formats and protocols being communications data formats yeah um The technical allows data to move across systems, ODAP. Semantic makes ownership changes to the ledgers. Organizational deals with terms and contracts. Legal assures the validity of the participants and the assets. He's going to elaborate a little bit more in the next week. Depending on the use case or application, all interoperability layers must be thought through. ODAP covers technical interoperability, but a business, for example, may want to implement legal frameworks like Know Your Customer, KYC, or
3: Anti-Money Laundering, AML. Thomas has something to say about that. When you begin addressing specific use cases, then certain other layers have to come into play. You can't cram in everything into one layer. You need to figure out your layered architecture up and down and say which section goes where. When these two gateways begin to open connection and then eventually execute ODAP, they need to find out who these guys are. Who is responsible legally for operating that gateway? Things need to happen first at the legal layer before we can actually move assets. And the reason is because when you're moving assets, unlike the internet, it's not just moving bytes, you're moving economic value.
0: Tim, do you think this requires more examples and more elaboration?
3: Sorry,
1: I was on mute. I was on mute, sorry. Uh, I said, it just boils down to the fact that um, whatever we do, we need to think of all these layers of interoperability and uh, it will really depend per use case what becomes relevant. I think we should just uh, summarize it there and we can give all kinds of examples but it just really goes down to what kind of use case do you have, what do you want to interoperate and then uh, the, the various levels and dimensions of operability become relevant depending on the use case. Yeah, That's just what he says.
0: Yeah, and what, what I also took away from this is that trust is really important. And I think uh, because we are obviously in crypto and a lot of people are decentralization maxis and anonymity maxis. Um, if you hear what they say, um, there's always going to be a degree of of, of, of of know your customer. And as you know, if you want to run a gateway for, um, for Quant Network or on the OVN, um, you, you're going to be needing to uh, doing at least um, some KYC because yeah, you're transferring value, but you're also receiving value uh, for the service that you're providing. And obviously, that can be different for for other companies. But reputation will become a part of this. I I mean, I, I, it's not what they said, but it's just m- my brain now reading between the lines. There will be an online reputation. And and just being anonymous, uh, per se, um, I think it's not realistic.
1: No, Hmm? it it isn't. No, you will always have some kind of degree of being related to something. You can't maximize one direction or the other. (laughs) Next point. Uh, I think you Ah. scrolled down accidentally. No, I didn't. Aren't we talking about bridges?
0: And I scrolled down on purposely, but wrongfully. Okay. Thank you. Uh, yeah. Bridges are another type of technical interoperability used for asset transfers. Unfortunately, DFAR bridges have suffered over $1 billion in hacks in the last eight months alone. The good news is that ODAP
3: gateways can be used to give these bridges additional resiliency. If you have an entity providing bridge services, it in fact could implement the gateway function within its network. I do hope that the bridging community begins to look at the need to standardize the endpoints and the actual bytes going across the bridges. For your own security, the whole bridging concept is a richer construct that wraps around the gateways. In fact, one or more gateways will be needed that implements this ODAP commitment.
0: Once head of innovation, Dr. Luke Riley also believes that gateways help add security to bridging systems. In this clip, Luke discusses how DLT relayers, the broader category for bridges, and oracles can both benefit from implementing API gateways.
2: We should, for resilience purposes, add API gateways when we operate around DLT relays. If we have a user on the right-hand side here, for example, and they want to connect to the DLT relay, but also a separate DLN, they should really be going through API gateways to get the resilience it can offer, because a DLT API gateway can connect on the backend to multiple nodes, so it has a lot more resilience than just building your application off one node. And like in the DLT relayer slide, API gateways we use for resilience purposes for the Oracle interoperability category, breaking the one-to-one connection between the off-chain component and
0: the on-chain node. This is way beyond my technical comprehension to yeah, same. Uh, to, to, to elaborate on further. I think we're just going to have to... Um, yeah, accept this for, for how they presented it um, and move on to the next uh, next tweet. Quant Network, MIT, and others are working to publish ODAP through the Internet Engineering Task Force, the IETF, the same group responsible for the TCP IP, so that's the internet, the, the BGP, that's what we discussed earlier, and other major internet protocols. Quant CEO Gilbert Ferdian recounts, how this game-changing protocol was spawned. So I've
2: always had an idea of creating an internet protocol for money. Coincidentally, I've been thinking about it and I spoke at an event and one of the MIT people spoke at the same event. I just realized he gets it and MIT understand where this is all heading. And I approached them. I said, look, I've got this idea. We need to create a protocol that can allow the seamless move of digital assets between different networks and different gateways. An open digital asset protocol that anyone can implement and use. And they agreed. So we've got the US government involved, the Internet Engineering Task Force, they're the ones that endorsed and enabled TCPIP to happen. They're the ones that basically created the protocols that run the Internet. There's the likes of Juniper and Intel part of it. We've got payment companies interested in it we've got telecoms companies interested in it so it's it started to be a big thing and what we're looking to do is to create that internet scale protocol to move digital assets and at the core level how does that one network have a gateway to understand and find resources to another network and so that's what we're tackling which is much larger
0: I think it's fascinating that this um semi-scam um this half-rug pool with uh, the the shady um, ethics, poor um, poor promises, bull market funded bull market yeah. funding, yeah. yeah, is 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 still getting the ear of 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 um, of MIT. I know MIT is just a, a tiny little stupid dumb hick university. United States. I think it's and, it, it's in the
1: top ten party colleges in the U.S., right?
0: Yeah, something like that. Okay. And and yeah. obviously the same goes for that shit. I think they the recorded American Pie the there, huh?
1: American Pie was recorded there, right? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. And and the U.S. government is obviously. Um, oh. yeah. Now, I I I think it's astounding that um, one the the locations where Gilbert can can actually um do his little chats <laughs> and, and 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 then um he thinks that MIT gets it just starts a conversation and um gets gets on their good side apparently and gets to work with them hand in hand and this is not just a simple quote i mean there's a github and there's uh, there's a lot of verification going both ends how they are creating odap um Hearing this, seeing this, Thomas Arjono and and uh, and Gilbert, their their buddies, um, this this is all happening. This is not this is not some 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 CCIP or some joke or 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 or, or, or some sort of thing that might potentially happen. I mean, Gilbert said in in, in this clip, um, MIT sees where this is going, and they saw where it went when they converted. ARPANET into the internet, because that's how it started. It was a little network between the Minister of Defense and, I believe, NASA or something like that that was created by MIT. And these guys know. And even and here comes the best part that I just realized. Even if this is not the best solution, even if this is not the best way to, to transfer data, nobody's going to fucking argue with MIT and the Federal Reserve, and the United States. And the US and MIT know that, and, and Gilbert know that as well. So they're just building, building, building. And they're going to be the first. And they're going to be the first. And there's going to be a network. And there's going to be huge demand. Because all the stuff we talked about before, um, it's a problem. There's no trust. Um, there's no security. There's no code verification. Um, everything is just just rolling through the desert no. of the Wild Wild West and and trains are getting robbed and mail carriages are getting robbed i mean that's the analogy we're in right now and 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 the only thing to solve that the only way to solve that is by getting some form of standard some form of of, of common language and agreement and 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 getting security and trust um at least codified so that that, that, that we don't have to trust each other um, and and gilbert is at at the forefront of it and the demands going to be so high that even if there's a better solution, then at least there are four years ahead-ish.
1: Yeah, definitely. Now, I'm just thinking about this because, well, yeah, what you say makes a lot of sense, right? So this might not become the best standard there is. However, we've seen that in the past too. And we, after that, sure, revolutions take place and we see network improvements but they they take time and and, and you can just gradually scale with that. So even if they don't have the best solution right now, Quant will still be a dominant player in this current solution. And once they move towards something else, to another standard or whatever, Quant will still be in the center of attention, probably uh, to realize that in whatever form. Okay, next tweet.
0: Yeah. Uh, but before that that was also interesting is because ODAP is not gonna be sorry. Um is, is not gonna be requiring Q and, Q and T tokens. OVN no. will not function without the Q and T token. Yeah. ODAP will be an open digital asset protocol, kinda of like the internet. Um you, you can just plug in, turn it on, and, and, and do whatever you want. But yeah. How many companies right now have API gateways and secure gateways and remote connected gateways and and, 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 and this type of infrastructure? How many people are looking in this direction <laughs> and, and have it programmed and have it running, at least on the enterprise side, and have a community that is already, um, well, grinding their knuckles, um, ready to put... Um, with some money behind it. Um, The the first gateways are are, are bound to going to be a lot of quad gateways, I think. Now, um, let's move on indeed. Gilbert founded the Technical Committee 307, an ISO committee with 62 member countries standardizing blockchain and DLT technology around the globe. ODEP works with TC307 frameworks. Maintaining regular, regulatory compliance when moving digital assets across jurisdictions. Yep. And this is also interesting. And that's why ISO is so important because you're crossing jurisdictions. And um, I'm, I'm going to come chiming in here with my seatbelt um, analogy. Um, if If you want to produce a car, then you need to adhere to ISO standards because that is what pff, pretty much every country in the world abides by. And you cannot simply say, look, this beautiful cable is our seatbelt. We're going to put this in our car and children will be safe. Because when you want to use this, this is a USB charging cable for the people not watching. Um, If if, if you're going to bring a car here in the Netherlands and you say, yeah, no, no, we we just tie the kids up with this USB cable. We just put them around their necks. And, And then when the car crashes, this keeps them mostly in the car. (laughs) <laughs> it it yeah it just doesn't it just doesn't doesn't work. I mean it hasn't been tested, isn't trusted, blah blah blah. ISOs do that. ISOs make sure that it works, and because so many people are in those ISOs, so many uh, countries are, um, you can use it across jurisdictions because everybody agreed that it's safe and that it works. It's not just some flimby shitty USB cable um, that you tie your children with to the car. Does that make sense? Is it does. You? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Two separate data drafts recited in a recent interoperability report written by Visa. That's the credit card company, along with Thomas Hargiono Notice the name Martin Hargraves. Martin Hargraves. And I, I, sorry, I tried. In the references, he is the chief product officer at Quant. Um, there's a link. Open his open open Gregland at Greg Lund. Greg Lund, 27 thread Um, there's links here. There's links to everything, you're a hero. Um, It reads, and it's highlighted here in the bottom, Thomas Harjono, Martin Hargreaves, Ned Smith, an interoperability architecture for blockchain gateways. Then you get an HTTPS address, and it's from the IETF Work in Progress draft October 2020. Second citation, it's Martin Hargreaves, Thomas Harjono, Open Digital Asset Protocol, also IETF, Work in Progress Draft, November 2020. Um, Cited by Visa, which is bullish, I think. Yeah,
1: definitely. Yeah, I don't see how it's not bullish.
0: (laughs) Exceptionally (laughs) bullish. Next one. The Hyperledger Foundation is a non-profit organization that provides many large enterprises with open source blockchain solutions. Quant became a member in 2019. In a recent blog post, Hyperledger revealed plans to add support for ODAP into two of their existing platforms. What you see here is a screenshot from the Hyperledger Foundation. Then you see why is interoperability needed in big letters. Next to it, it reads Hyperledger Cactus, Hyperledger Firefly, Hyperledger Labs, UI, YUI, and Weaver. Sorry for butchering that. Um, highlighted in this uh, screenshot is standardization bodies are pushing forward drafts to normalize operations across the different interoperability layers. Those working on standards include Open Digital Ad- Asset Protocol, ODAP from IETF, the Interoperability Working Group in Digital Currency Global Initiative at ITU, the subgroup seven, that's the ISO TC SG7 from ISO Technical Committee 307, and then the Cross Chain Interoperability Working Group at Ethereum Enterprise Alliance, and many others. Um, ODEP Name Drop, IETF um, Name Drop. Um, yeah, Gilbert is involved, obviously, in, in all of them. Um, the next screenshot that you see here reads Hyperledger Foundation, future work for 2022 Q1 Hyperledger Cactus. First bullet, support for the open digital asset protocol. Um, Bullish. And then you get five more points. Uh, bullet points. I'm going to ignore those. Um, and then we're going to go to the Hyperledger Weaver, which is also uh, a Hyperledger uh, version. And then the third bullet, Reads relay module more robustness, fault tolerance, and mess. Sorry, add message queuing, add message queuing features, distribution, and load balancing make compatible with ODAP. Also, interesting, amazing finds, Greg. Amazing finds. Last week, Hyperledger also launched a new blockchain platform called Firefly. and hosted a webinar to give the public a live demo. One presenter outlined how API gateways will be used to make things easy for developers and allow simple connections to other technologies. There's a set of
2: APIs to help build an app quickly and really serve as a gateway to all these technologies that you're trying to connect into. And there's a way to simplify the robust and complicated lower-level protocols as well so that developers can talk over friendly REST APIs like they're used to.
0: Next tweet, Tim. Well, the no, bank.
1: actually, let me let me get this. Uh, yeah. Let yeah. me say something about this. Yeah. Um, this is from last week. This is recent, so yeah. that's a great find too. I, I didn't know. I haven't seen this, or it has been mentioned uh, somewhere, but I didn't see it at least. So it's a great find again. Great. Next week.
0: Yeah. The Bank for International Settlements is using API gateways in multiple proof of concepts for central bank digital currencies. Uh, the Bank for Settlement, International Settlements, the biz where Big Chungus is the boss. Um, there's a lot, a lot of um, dots connecting. Oh. What? Yeah, I
1: thought you were going to say memes about. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the
0: there's also of... there's also a lot of memes. Yeah, he looks like the kingpin man it's, uh, <laughs> from uh, from, no, the Sp- but... from the Spider-Man franchise. Now he's he's, he's he's an enormous man. Augustine Kerstens is his name. Um, yeah, and he's um yeah he's a very easy quote unquote target to. Uh, To make fun of but he does really 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 important things um for the bank for international settlements which is the central bank of central banks there's a lot of connections between gilbert um and um and 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 the biz and 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 a lot of projects project dunbar and project in in intern on lion rock um there's links here follow these read up um It's about technical architectures and it's about API gateways that are being used to connect the bank systems with the party or nodes. And I have no clue still what a party or node is. And I could have looked it up because I didn't know it yesterday either, but I forgot.
1: Yeah, no, it's not too bad. (laughs) Yeah.
0: And, And what you see here in the other image is technical solution for the system architecture. You see a layered system, layer one, two, three. Uh, where layer one is a blockchain ledger and smart contracts. Layer two is the backend application and layer three is the user interface. Uh, Underneath, you see, again, a schematic representation of the banking system. Um, It says central bank on the left top and on the right top, it says commercial bank. Um, Then it says central bank UI, which is the user interface and the commercial bank user interface. These are all layer three. Uh, User interfaces, those are connected with an API gateway to the backend services, um, which are represented by the API logic, LSM, wallet signing, and node management. Um, And then you get to the, uh, that's the layer two backend application. Then you get through the smart contracts with the universal token standard privacy. FX modules, and underneath there you see the layer one blockchain network, which are base nodes, validating nodes, and standard nodes. And the thing of note in here is the uh, the blue arrow, which points to the API gateway, um, which is obviously very interesting. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Next week. Yes. Odep allows any network to run an API gateway, share assets and build applications that interoperate across web two and web three. This will birth a number of gateway service providers or GSPs, similar to ISPs, which are internet service providers today. Quant Network, Quant is the very first ODAP compliant SGP. And uh, Gilbert has something to say on that. So this is our way of establishing that mainstream adoption and creating this global ecosystem
2: and this global network of networks where everyone can bring their own network. It could be private, it could be blockchain networks, it could be permissionless, and having the gateways, an ODAP gateway, you'll be able to access the rest of the network. And so for us, Overledger gateway is the first ODAP gateway that's being built because we're at the forefront of that technology. There will be others later on, but we're the first out of the gate.
0: I nope. spilled the beans on this earlier. I forgot that it was also in this thread. Um, but yeah, this is this is Gilbert um, say, saying what I said earlier. Um, yeah, the future looks really bright, um, and 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 token not needed. Um, I I I don't see it happening. It's it's it, it's it's that would be that would be such a terrible terrible terrible. Misrepresentation of, of Gilbert and everything he stands for, um, and, and threads, memes, and jokes aside, um, that, that 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 will probably destroy a, a lot of his reputation for for many entities. Um, I think, still, I mean, <laughs> the the token is is adding extra security that's that that's what where where most of the people make mistakes saying the token is not needed because in many cases the token isn't needed in many cases utility tokens are just created to 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 fund the company but in this case um it actually adds because the licensing because the transaction cost because the verification etc etc nothing works without the token and um yeah, if, if, if you do not know, feel, and understand that, then, then obviously I can understand um, that very well might be possible to, to simply eliminate the token from the process. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's, it's not, it's not going to happen. Yeah. Okay, next tweet. Overdeging Gateways give access to Overdeging Network, OVN, providing scalable interoperability between any blockchain or legacy system. The OVN has also been designed to meet regulatory requirements for financial institutions, including KOSC, AML, and the FATF travel rule. Um, What you see here is an image reading, universal interoperability, enterprise-oriented and fit for future. Um, I'm opening this now. If you're in the video, you can pause it and you can read it. We're moving on. Yeah. Next tweet says, Gilbert has a grand vision for the OVN, and there's been significant traction over the last few years. This thread won't dive into Quant partnerships, but reading Gilbert's telegram comments should give you a good idea of the scope and skill at which Quant is operating. Um, so I opened one. Um, Gilbert, you see a screenshot here from Gilbert from the main community Uh channel you can look this up yourself if you just look at this um, like yes every client we're talking to has shown their interest in hosting OVN if you control F that in main you can find the quote yourself Um, and he just says yeah this also nicely ties into ODAP ODAP has immense potential and the support has been quite positive our vision is that other providers will also create their own OVN gateways and connect them to the OVN think the likes of Intel Microsoft etc not confirming they will mean these types of companies as they all will be talking the ODP protocol they will interoperate will be the first with our gateways but there will be many many more to grow the ecosystem yep. um now, here, here he's talking about um our vision is that ovn is going to be the hub that connects the us china latin america australia uk and europe so yeah, only the the, world? The, the the North Pole and the, the South Pole are exempt. Uh, yeah, but those Africa... don't
1: exist. Huh? There's this invisible invisible barrier.
0: Yeah. Right. Now, yeah. and Africa is not is not named. Um, but what you see because this is already old. This is old, older. Um, we we have the US and Latin America and Australia and the UK and Europe. The only thing we're not absolutely 100. percent positive on is is China on this one and um, and Africa in this case. Um, We've had countries approach us to use OVN to enable a data marketplace for all their citizens to interoperate and transact identity and data domestically and across the ecosystem for cross-border transactions. We've done a lot of work with the treasury and payments and have created our multi-DLT payment channels. Think of it as multi-chain lightning networks across blockchains. We've even managed to bring the enormous high gas fees down and reduce them by up to 93%. Streamlining payments for all blockchains. If anyone wants blockchain faster payments, they can come to Overledger Network. Um, I got excited and I still read the entire thing. I'm sorry. (laughs) I love this. Now, go go to main. You can also search for individuals. Gilbert Verdian is actually still findable in there. Look up everything as written. It, it goes back to 2018, 2017, 2018, something like that. Uh, yeah. it's fa- fascinating stuff. It will blow your mind. And you can also find the little Easter eggs that... Uh, Easter
1: uh, bunny is left there.
0: Yeah, that Easter bunny is left there. Yeah. ODEP enables the existing internet to... I heard on your... That you wanted me to move on. ODEP enables the existing internet to plug directly into blockchains, paving the way for the internet of value and the standardizing frameworks that will help Web3 reach its full potential. To read more about ODAP, check out the official IETF draft. Link is in this thread. I'm not going to yep. post it under the video. I want you to open this thread and, and, and follow, like, share the shit out of it. Oh, demonetized yeah. again. The internet is now upgrading. We should start monetization Please, so these jokes actually by. make sense. Um, and Greg... Ends with. If you enjoyed this mini series, please follow me at Gregland27 on Twitter. I post research-driven digital asset content every day, including one to two weekly threads, just like this. You can also like and retweet this thread to help bring new folks into this awesome community. Um, so, yeah, this is going to Yeah, this again. is great stuff.
1: Yeah, thank you amazing. so much for uh, making this thread. Uh, yeah. Yeah, well, um, it just summarizes really complex stuff easily for for most people to understand. And um, while I am in quant for some time, I've done a lot of research, I still don't fully grasp ODAP. And threats like these really help me to kind of navigate this complex technical world that I'm not familiar with because I'm not a developer. I'm not a coder. I'm just an ape trying to make money in in the crypto space. <laughs> yeah, uh and and, and, and trusts like these really uh help me navigate it. So th- that is great. And um it really re- it requires great skill uh to understand what's going on, but then also uh making that easily accessible for everyone by explaining uh what you see and what is going on. And yeah, that that really has my respect. I think it should be mentioned, uh, so we've done that here. Um, I think we've been talking <laughs> about this for uh, as long as in the Dutch episode, we spent 15 minutes on it. Okay. Uh, if there's anything, el- yeah, actually, we've done it exactly at the same time frame as the Dutch
0: That's pretty impressive, since we have been l- translating with it while we read, and usually Dutch is more, more, more fluffy. Yeah. Speaking wise in yeah. English. I think yeah, we but we did more. Was-
1: yeah anyways is there anything you want to say about this uh no
0: nah, man I, I i love this research I, I i love how people love doing this and 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 i'm talking greg in this case but we also know that there's uh there's there's a bunch of others that um just the tech guy on fire lately and um don't want to steal the spotlight from from greg for this video but um also look at just the tech guy we'll put him in the description can you make a note of that um also check him out. He is on fire lately trying to get even more in-depth on, 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 on stuff um that is even more vague and obscure and and, 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 and behind the scenes than than even this ODAP. Um but yeah. there, there there are more people rising to the occasion and um you can expect a lot more from this community coming up. There's a uh,
1: there's kind of yep. this rebirth of the community in, in the past yep. and without disrespecting them because they have they are the OGs in my opinion uh, I mean I'm talking about CryptoSec uh, Ghost and, and some others yep. um, they've really really done the work uh, yep. but it's great to see kind of this renaissance in, in the community of new people stepping in and taking on, on the narrative on. You
0: know? yeah exactly yeah
1: uh, and that's a great thing. Uh, I think it's really vital for a community to uh, stay alive and, and, and survive in such a way. Yeah. And uh, the momentum is building again. We're just uh, waiting for more confirmation and uh, bullish market momentum. And I yeah. think that in its current structure, uh, we are very well positioned to uh, finally take over the crypto space in terms of... Uh, yeah, engagement yeah. on, on yeah. social media
0: yeah and there's also more coming with uh the, with the community DAO getting a little bit more attention a little bit more oxygen we also have a bunch of people um coming together looking to form panels for com- uh, community amas and um, we're obviously also um gonna um Give attention to that and 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 and, and promoting that. Um, so yeah, it's it's looking really interesting, and I think the community is going to be thriving by the time we're going to hit the the the, the peak adoption. I mean, um, gateways are coming, and I know a lot of people are skeptical, even a lot of the kind of quote-unquote OGs. Um, I see price targets. That were being called by some of those people for last year that should be one to two and a half k. Now I hear people say, "I do not see it happen until 2030." Um, there's 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 so much uncertainty going on. Some people are 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 losing faith, but there are also so so many people that just know what is happening and know what is going on. And um, it's I, is going to be an amazing year. And yeah. I, I, I think. There's got there's so much coming that simply era, cannot wait three, it, three it, to four years. It,
1: it won't it, it won't be a year, it will be an era. Um that was going to completely redefine how we view crypto. I mean, um I think my argument here is is that we've seen these seasons, uh mm-hmm. right? So we have seen a DeFi season, we have seen an NFT season and and and, and meme, and we have seen a meme season even. Um but what is going on here is, is, is not a season; it is a fundamental shift in the way we view the DLT space. And we will, with quant, we are going to be in, right in the center of that adoption curve. And um, we've just seen the first triads, like in the, in the beginning of the internet, you had um, well, all kinds of functions, right? I mean, in, in, in the Web two days, the idea was that everyone was going to block Right, uh, and, and 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 do stuff on YouTube and make like funny games. There's this um, uh, YouTuber. I'm uh, damn. I, I forget his name every time, but uh, he's very interesting. He is. Um, I'll, I'll look him up and put him in the description. I'll uh, make a note about that. Um, and he basically described uh, the Web Two day. So uh, that's like the early zeros, like 2000, two thousand, two thousand five also with the rise of YouTube and Facebook and stuff. And um, the, the entire idea behind YouTube was different than that. Now it's completely monetized and stuff. And uh, just the, the type of effort that people really put into the internet was different back then. And I think we're going to see an, an, um, well, a similar shift taking place now. And it is already happening, of course. We've seen these first few applications but it's going to drive a much more fundamental shift uh, and, and Overledger is going to enable that. I hope I'm not rambling here, but I'm just trying to point out that we have just seen the first instances of a complete paradigm shift into uh, into Web3. And it's going to be really exciting. And I think with Overledger we are positioned right in the middle of it. I'll put the YouTuber and, and that stuff in the description. Sorry, uh, it's just my brain not... Functioning anymore uh, at this yeah. time. I'm sorry yeah, we're going to
0: edit it a bit. I want to show you guys this for the for, for a second. Thanks, Tim, for that. Yeah, yeah well, lesson. That's I really those. appreciate that. It's yeah. really cool. Um, and what you see here is just a tech guy, and um, he's uh, also known in the community um, as M. Um, he uh, he's a Corda developer. He 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 knows his stuff. Um, he, he made a thread and it reads open source versus closed source software. Um, and I'm, I'm not going to do the entire thread, but it reads, this thread will cover the following topics, cost, service, innovation, usability, and security. Um, he begins with open source and he arguments why um, factually, I, I find factually, why, um, open source has its pros and cons and then he moves on to the closed source bit and he makes an argument for both of those Um, I read it it it, it cleared so much up for me and I think this is really important stuff to um, to understand because we are living in a space where everybody's always screaming everything needs to be open sourced and, and 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 power to the people and everything needs to be free and and eat the rich and 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 God knows what, and it's all opposite ends of the spectrum always and and but but there is so much nuance there's so much going on you cannot simply um always open source everything um no, you can't and i mean i mean you can. But, but 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 there are so many entities that don't want to buy this. Yeah. And um or can't. <laughs> it's I mean he makes very a very, very good case. We we can look at this next week, help me remember in sure, this episode. We will do yeah. But he he um, he, he, make, he makes a very good case for for, 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 for the costs that are um, forgotten when you go yeah. open source and expertise and stuff you need to have. He's he, It's quite brilliant. Give this guy a follow. Link's in the description. Next week, we're going to have a stab at it um, in uh, even more normal or worse English than he already (laughs) puts it in. It's very understandable. Keep that up, dude. Uh,
1: The the name of the YouTuber is Tom Scott, by the way. I'll link it in the description. Um, I'll share the video. It's really interesting stuff. Um, I can show you briefly for a bit. I'm not going to play it. Uh, oh. but it's fun. It's it's re- it's really no, fun. They, that they're
0: never gonna get demonetized. <laughs> we're no we're not monetized. Okay, it's it's this video
1: of Tom Scott, and uh I mean it went pretty far also. You probably know the video already. Uh but as you can read the title, this video has uh fifty-two million five hundred and thirty-four thousand nine hundred and eighty yeah. views, yeah. And then the amount of views is exactly that. So the title already predicts. Uh, the amount of views, and it's just an algorithm that he wrote. And it still functions to this day. The video was published on the 6th of April, 2020, and still runs. And in this video, it just briefly describes the the, the way the internet has developed. And he kind of describes the uh, the applications that were on on Web2. You can see here, there was this, when Google Maps became a thing, you had this game, it was called a Google Maps racing Games. You could just drive your car on Google Maps. And people were doing it for free. There were all kinds of applications also with Twitter. Uh, we had the time with Twitter before the bots entered the chat. and then the first bot on Twitter was the, uh, the McCarty bot, the communist hunter from the 1950s. And uh, it, that bot tracked everything with communism in the text and then it uh, would uh, send tweets out with that and it completely uh, reshaped the way Twitter functions with all these bot bots you have now. It's completely reshaped companies it's, it's, it's a really interesting watch um and also with all the 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 the, the, ed- the edits on wikipedia because wikipedia used to be this free open source uh uh well encyclopedia on the internet and it turns out that it became are you still there
0: yeah i'm still here
1: okay okay i was afraid you were lacking out for a bit you were just
0: continue um... your wikipedia story
1: yeah no uh, it was this completely open source, um, uh, well, encyclopedia on the internet that everyone could edit. Mm-hmm. And now it's kind of a centralized thing where old, gray men wearing glasses, uh, being in their fifties and sixties, being white, they they control Wikipedia nowadays. So you see this complete shift on the internet. I think it's a really interesting watch, and you know, I would definitely recommend you to watch it because if if you understand those kinds of things, if if you understand how those networks. In terms of their applications, how they shift over time, you can also see that similar um, kind of process with crypto. You can see that Doge and and, and all those ape NFTs and stuff. Sure, it's useless, but it is part of a broader direction that the internet is taking. And uh, if you can somehow invest in that direction, uh, you're probably right on the money. That's just kind of the brief arguments I'm making here. Uh, Yeah. I think for me, um, this is kind of the episode. I, I put uh, questions on Instagram once again, uh, but uh, the only two questions I got was when staking, uh, literally. No. Yeah. And, 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 and the really? other question was, can you talk That's about the
0: fascinating. price?
1: Yeah, it is. <laughs> and, 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 and the other question was, uh, let's talk about the price of Q&T. Well, I, I don't really feel like we should be doing that because it doesn't have any value, literally. Um yeah uh, are there any comments on, on the previous I think there, there was a lot of engagement so thanks to everyone for that Uh you guys really engaged with us and I'm so glad to have that
0: yeah and uh, uh, t- t- Tim and I have also been talking because um w- w- we love you guys and every interaction is appreciated yet we we, we would love especially for on the Instagram um if people would would, would go through the trouble to at least look on the quant updates page and and see if you can find anything on when staking or when moon or um, is token needed. I I am of the opinion and I do not do anything with Instagram because I I, I despise the the Instagram and the Facebook and, and how it works and what it does. It's not for me. I am um, more of a long form, long form type of guy, as you noticed by now. But 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 Tim manages that together with uh, with Lexip, and um, they have addressed so much, so much, and 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 everything that I have seen of the questions that are being asked can realistically, n- nearly effort effortlessly, be found on their page. So, my request to you is be better. Be be better, be more eloquent. We know not all of you are, are native speakers. Try and bring some nuance into your questions. Um, maybe some more depth, maybe take a side step. Um, I don't know. But most of the questions you ask, the information can be found. We are definitely willing to answer because when gateways, no one knows. Uh, when moon, we also don't know. When 1K, at least 2030. And 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 and, and are technically the answers that most of you guys asking questions about. And I think it's a shame of both your time um and, and our time. Um because I'm now talking three minutes on how I'd like you to upgrade your thinking and your questions. If I'm not yeah. talking to you, I'm sorry. Um but that could be
1: Yeah. Re-
0: much better spent on something in depth. Yeah.
1: Yeah, we've we also we've also been talking about the content of Instagram and yep. uh, the content of all our other platforms. And you uh, already has some constructive uh, feedback. It's just my type of humor on Instagram. Uh, my dark sense of humor, I guess. Because it, it, a lot of time it's cynical. <laughs> uh, but it's also humor that you need to understand. If you just understand my narrative, you know that I'm joking. And still mm. people take me seriously. Uh, but we've just been talking about it. How we can actually shape that content and, and make it better. Yeah. I think we're constantly striving to improve. Um, but we're yeah. also reaching a point now on Instagram, at least for me, um, that we kind of hit this um, ceiling, so to say, or we had this invisible barrier of, of not exactly knowing which direction to go with, with with content. And I'm not saying that we've run out of content, because that's definitely not yeah. true. Uh, We didn't run out of content because we are still making this podcast every week and we still manage to talk about stuff. Um, But the amount of easily accessible information uh, is decreasing because you need an increasingly growing amount of brain capacity to understand the deeper layers of quant. And that really takes effort. And And it's really difficult to translate that back to a platform that really requires... It has an int- attention span of ten seconds,
0: yeah. so
1: that's kind of the issue.
0: Yeah, yeah, and it's and it's and 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 because as you notice, Tim and I also speak off off show um, and, and indeed <laughs> no, help in helping helping each other completely level completely
1: run them. By the way, we just but meet every week here. Yeah, but no, but we're <laughs> trying chance.
0: to we're, we're trying to help each other level up, and um, yeah. Tim is the social media guy. Um, but w- what we do not want is to devolve. Um, in 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 into the, the 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 moon boy price screaming open mouth, um, kind of influencers that 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 many people have also. I mean, I can understand that that there are so many um, influencers that get um, sucked in to. To, to, to becoming sponsored and becoming moonboys because coming up with content is hard and if you have an audience that, that 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 asks you to become like the rest because that's what happens and that there I have to give props to Tim it is very easy to do what everybody asks it is very easy to start shilling shitcoins it is very easy um, to just Go with 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 with, um, with drum and bass music in the background and and some charts and um, and I don't know playing whack-a-mole with monkeys or something whatever they do <laughs> um, no but it, it's it's just it, it is easy you can just go sit and do that bullshit and people will love it and people will people will will look at it and they'll share it um, but 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 it's not us and 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 no and it's not the way we approach is important. Yeah. And uh, so but we're still looking how to level up obviously this comfy show. Yeah. And definitely. we're also looking how to level up the Instagram game and the Twitter game and we would love to get your input and your feedback um and and, and obviously your questions. Um so let's let's help each other to make each other better. And more knowledgeable. And we asked in the Dutch community um, if eventually they would be open for us to um, still keep it quant related. We're always going to keep it quant related, but maybe go into the diversification part of things a little bit uh, for the future because eventually we're all going to be multi millionaires, <laughs> probably most of us, all of us probably. Uh, I believe in six figure quant. No, uh, I do. But yeah. <laughs> so you're going to need vessels to diversify and stuff. Um, and that will come in the future. And the content will come when the company starts doing their thing and it becomes more community um, driven. Or driven oriented. Uh, so there will always be content. But we, we, we love to hear what you guys want. We're not going to say we're going to do it, but at least we're going to use it as. As a feeding ground, um, as inspiration, to oh. uh, to to make us all better. And okay. I have nothing more to say. I am done. I yeah. want to go to bed. It is nearly, it's half past eleven at night here. Yeah, I'm tired. I love you guys. Tim, yeah, and love it- you. Thank you again for being here. Yeah, Greg, it's, uh... love your work. Keep it up. Love to have you on the show. Gonna reach out to you in the next couple of days. If I don't, if I forget, reach out to me.
1: Yeah. Thanks for listening again. Uh if you're listening this on the day of the release, I wish you a great Friday and a great weekend. If you listen to this later in the future, let let us know what the price of Q and T is. We're really curious to hear that. Um so yeah. Tech crypto Eugene in the video. Yeah, no. Uh and twenty one. <laughs> Stay comfy. Stay comfy.